The Trolley Dilemma A famous moral question that decides if you would kill one to save many or vice versa. Today on Sunny Over Easy, we have some tough dilemmas that we got us that got us thinking. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm joined by a special guest today, Chris from the Red Table Podcast. Introduce yourself, man. Hey guys, it's Chris. Uh, super excited to be here on your podcast today, Sunny. Um, been listening to the last couple episodes you put out. They've all been awesome, so I'm happy to be part of it now. Yeah, it's always good to have another host from the Red Table Podcast. First it was Araz, and now it's you. So it. It's always good to have someone familiar on the podcast. Then. Always. So, Chris, I have uh, two scenarios that I wanted to talk to you about, and they're pretty, uh, pretty thought-provoking, I guess you could say that. All, All right. right. Let me set Let's up a scenario it. for you. So you're on a cruise ship, and the ship encounters an unexpected storm. The storm continues to rage, rage, and eventually you and the other passengers are told you must head to the lifeboats and abandon ship. As people begin to line up, you realize some lines have fewer people, some have families, and some seem to have younger single people. You know you are strong and capable. Do you choose to help a group composed of three families with with a young, few young children, a group of seniors who ob- obviously could use some help, or go with a young, strong with whom you might have a better chance of survival? That is a tough question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I think for, um, for this one, so the young people, they're not going to have that much trouble. Right. So it says in the prompts that I'm like strong and capable. So I'm probably not going to go with them because they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. The people with younger kids, um, I'm working off the assumption that like the parents are probably going to be like, at least like some level of like fit and and capable too if they're raising kids and there's like three families so there's got to be at least you know a couple of those parents um who can who can like support the family right yeah but the the group of older people is the one that kind of stands out to me as like probably like the most in need of someone like able-bodied just Mm -hmm. because they're like a lot more feeble. It's like, you know, like an, old, an older person falls down and and they can like break like a leg or like a hip or something. So like imagine putting them like on their own in this kind of uh, circumstance of the storm. Like it's it seems like it seems like that's the, the group of people that would probably need the most help at that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think. I think that's who I would have to go with. Like, I, if I'm if I'm really like strong and capable, I'm not like really worried about myself in any one of the three boats. Like, I feel like the boat is going to be fine. Um, like, regardless, it's just like who needs the most support within the boat. And so, like, I feel like I could because like kids are kids are more like resilient, right? Like, they're more like uh, if they fall down, like they kind of just get right back up and they're like good to go like on on the whole but like i said like the the older people they're more fragile and so i'm thinking like if there's a way to i don't know like stabilize them or mm-hmm. or provide support in some way to like those people i think that would probably be the way to go plus it's like you know if if i was in their shoes like if i was like an older person dude i don't want to die like <laughs> i don't want to die like in a in a storm 
on on a boat you know what i mean like i want to yeah. i want it to be like more peaceful and stuff i see mm-hmm. them as like the highest risk category and so like just like naturally triaging i would probably go with them just so i can prevent like or like at least do my best to to try to prevent something because i know like if i didn't um if i didn't do something within my power i probably just feel like super guilty about it for like the rest of my life and then i just wouldn't be able to enjoy it so it's kind of for a selfish reason too but but i think the intention's like well placed hmm. okay okay i think for myself like if if i was in this moment and the whole ship is just i don't know how much time i have left and then like i have to choose one I think what I would do is, I know this sounds very, very like harsh, but I think I would go with the young and strong people because I, I feel like I would gravitate towards them because, you know, if I, if my current self was in that situation, I would probably go with them because uh, I think at that moment I'm thinking about, it, it's, it sounds so selfish of me, but I'm thinking, probably thinking about my own survival first, like, my survival comes first and then I think about others. So I would probably be like, all right, I'm going to go with those guys. But then of course I'm going to think back on it once I'm like, you know, safe and stuff. I'd be like, Oh, I should have like done something. I should have been, I should have like saved like the, the, the senior people or, or I should have like helped the, the family and get their children safely on the boat as I'm like sailing away in this situation. Yeah. But that's, that's like what I would want to try to prevent too, is like, I I don't want to have any regrets from like what I choose. And like when I, when I first heard the question from you, I'm not going to lie. My first instinct was immediately to say like, yeah, like I'd probably go with like the younger people because it just makes sense. It's like what you said, like Mm self-preservation and like survival instinct and stuff like that. And honestly, it's hard to say, like, if if we really were in, like, a situation yeah. like that, what we would actually mm-hmm. do versus what we think we would do. And I I feel like um, you're probably, like, being more honest with, like, what would probably happen, like, if anybody was, like, put in that kind of, like, really tough position. But I think that if you're trying to live without any regrets, like, you would have to go with either, like, you know, the families or, or probably the old people. I'd probably go with the old people still just because they seem just yeah. like the most like feeble. I, like I they say, just need help. Uh, let me put it in, <laughs> I guess, like, it's like more like really stressful. Like you only have like a short amount of time to save these people and you can only basically just save one of the groups. So what are we what are we saving them from? Is it from sinking. the boat? Um, yeah, like sinking. Right, let's so, let's say let's say they're going into. See that's tough. Like, okay, I think I think I want kind of want like change up the question, make it more uh, more dilemma ish, I guess. And let's say like we have one boat. Mm. <laughs> we have we like, we have one boat, and we can only save oh, one group of like people. So we have to, so we have to choose either the family. Ah, that's a really hard and we question. go in with them, obviously. So it's like either we choose the family to go in, the group of seniors to go in, or the young people to go in. Like, and like the water is like you know Titanic ish, like the Titanic situation. There's like we're going into like Arctic water. 
it's like all cold and icebergs. Yeah. That is really tough. I feel like, I feel like from the perspective of an older person, I think that at least like not a, not a small insignificant portion would probably elect to let like younger people go or like families mm-hmm. go. Like if it's from their perspective, just because they might have this mentality that they've like kind of already lived like a full life, depending on yeah. like if they're in their like seventies or eighties or whatever. Um, I, it's, it's just so tough because it's like, it, it's, it becomes a question of, yeah. group mentality and sacrifice like from from the mm-hmm. the collective i guess and so i feel like it just makes a lot of sense for i guess the families yeah. uh, it's such a hard question like i really don't know i don't really have a good yeah. answer but i guess you know it's everyone wants to yeah. put like women and children first right like it kind of seems like the go-to answer and so i guess that would apply here as well it's like, oh, maybe I should put like a fourth option in. Like, I feel like I keep like adding on to this to just make it more difficult for us to choose. I think the last thing I had before, like, we just move on to the next dilemma is, um, I just I don't want to keep okay. adding and adding it and just keep thinking. Like, we just keep going on and on about the single scenario. But I think the last thing I'll add is, um, it's it's the family. Uh, the seniors, the young people, or yourself. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, <laughs> uh, it'd be so like, hard to the, like. This is like self-sacrifice, like in question, any situation, the ultimate dilemma. <laughs> See the question, like the original question was like a lot easier compared to this because, like, no matter what outcome. Yeah. You go with like you always survive. This time it's like you really have to be like noble in your thought process or like come at it from like a survival standpoint. Like and this then, question, and then pick whoever yeah, it is. This question kind of reminds me of this That's one such a movie hard I question. watched. It's called the uh, the circle. And it's basically like there's a bunch of people in uh kind of this room and they're standing on like a, a dot, and then you see this giant machine in the middle. And basically, it's like this situation where it's either yourself or the other people. And there can, can only be one survivor. And there's like a random group of people. There's like, there's a pregnant woman. There's young children. There's old people. There's like a married couple. There's like a, um, a deaf person. There's a mute person. It's like, it's like, who would you like? And then each, basically there's rounds in the, the, the movie and so each round people have to vote off oh wow who to kill for each round if they don't uh the machine will randomly kill someone in the room so oh my god so that it's sounds like, like a nightmare it kind of reminds me of that and it's either you yeah, yeah i could definitely or see that. like or them you know it becomes like that situation where do you want to be like like you, like you said, like a noble person, just kind of do like a self sacrifice, and or would you be like kind of like a selfish person and just kill everyone, or try to like trick deceive people so you come out on top? Yeah, that's that's ridiculously hard. Like when it really comes down to choosing, 
life or death for yourself for the benefit of other people? Yeah. I feel like that's just like an impossibly hard question. I So like an interesting like way to frame it is if you and I were, um, I guess, uh, players in the situation from the perspective of some kind of, some kind of like overarching, like let's, let's phrase it this way. So it, you yeah. mentioned in the intro, like the trolley dilemma, right? In, in that situation, um, the person controlling the train is yeah. not on the tracks. They're in the, they're in the booth, right? If you and I were on the tracks rather than in the booth, I feel like we would yeah. probably be sacrificed for like other people if if they were like uh like women or children or maybe even like older folks depending on like mm-hmm. how the person in the booth wants to control it and so if we apply that logic to ourselves and we put the controller booth one in the same with with the rails but in this situation it's like we're, we're choosing like whether to self-sacrifice and get on the boat or not i feel like we would objectively (laughs) can you even be objective in a situation like this i feel like you would like if if people were like to vote or something like that we probably wouldn't make the cut (laughs) it would probably either be like the the families or the older folks depending on perspective and so like that's like another that's like a whole nother layer of this that you kind of have to like grapple with in your mind is the possibility like, that you won't be chosen. Uh, does this, does this action make sense? Yeah. Like from the, oh, man, from the good. collective perspective, like what, what, what about you? Sonny? Cause like, me, what, like what would you do in family, this situation? The senior people or the strong young people. Uh, it's, it's, we would definitely be in the strong no, young no, no, people no, part. No, so like, like we're out. I think, <laughs> I think of how like I'm going back to how I framed it like the last time when, when I added it. It's either like me, like I, I go in alone. The strong, the the group of young people, the seniors or the family, like is is basically either me or them, <laughs> like either me or them situation. And yeah. I keep thinking back, like I'm thinking on it, and like it's so hard because if i had like the short amount of time and this boat was like sinking fast and i literally like like almost like a split second decision i had to choose a group i I feel like i'm like the worst person in like these situations because i feel like honestly like i would be like the most selfish person i think if i had the choice between like me dying or them dying, I think I would probably save myself. It's like, it's so hard. And I would probably like, like eat myself like inside. Like I just let all those people die when I could have like saved a family or something like that. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like one versus many kind of thing. Even in like the trolley, like the classic trolley dilemma where it's like one versus many on the tracks that split people would probably go for like yeah. sacrificing one to save many, yeah. but like here we're sacrificing many to save one. It's, you know, what's even tougher would be like, if like imagine for like the trolley thing, like the one mm-hmm. person you save is someone that you know and like love deeply versus like five total strangers. Yeah. Like who would, who would honestly 
you know, like that, that's something even tougher. Like, I feel like a lot of people would definitely save like the one person that they like know and love and care about. Like, I don't like know. The five it's, other people. it's hard. Cause like, like you said, like now, like going back to the question, like the, the dilemma, like I know myself, <laughs> like, but I don't know any of these people, you know, I don't know. I don't know who these yeah, seniors yeah. are. Actually, yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. I don't know this this family that I, I have to say. Right. I, I I don't know. It's like, why, why would I save these people if I don't know them? It's like NPCs <laughs> versus the main like, guy. If there's a possibility to save myself, yeah. then I probably would. I I could it. I could I could see that. It, it kind of reminds me of like um, in Train to Busan. Like there's the one oh, yeah, everyone fucking like, like hates him. Business guy, right? <laughs> Who Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is an analogous to that because it's like we would be like the business guy trying to like get home to like Busan. Um versus like uh spoilers, but um yeah. like the to be dad, right? Who like save or sacrifice himself to like save his wife his like pregnant wife and then like the child of uh, the guy that he kind of like butts head with, who's the child's father. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's such a hard like these like moral questions like the, like this is why like ethics boards exist because like you need like such a you need so many different like perspectives on it to make like a or just two random a best decision. I guess it's so hard. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's really it's definitely hard, but honestly. I don't know. I probably would say myself, but it, it's tough. It's tough. It, it's because, you know, like I said before, it, it's definitely going to be eating me <laughs> once I like, get out of there. So, yeah, well, that's the part yeah, that I'm worried you, about, did too. Did you answer, Chris? Did you say what you would do in that situation? <laughs> no, I don't think I gave I think I was trying to, like, <laughs> put, put it off. But... Um, I think that the selfish part of me would want to save myself too. But I guess, uh, if I could, if I could separate myself from the situation, I'd probably be tempted to save the families. Just just taking our part out of the equation. Yeah. I probably would save the family. Yeah. It's, it's just really, it's really tough though. People, yeah, if if the question didn't have you ha- might have a better chance of survival, um, I would immediately go with the family. But if it said that, I guess I would have to go the young strong because I just have a better chance to survive. Yeah, like for me, the the uh, the key part of that was like better yeah. chance, but the chance is never zero. And so I guess depending on like your actions that you take in the moment in the situation, that's what would determine. Uh, survival so as long as you you know keep your wits and and be strategic and and thoughtful i think that uh, you still have a chance regardless but like the the last like kind of ultimatum uh that's yeah. significantly harder to kind of come to terms with <laughs> i would just blame the boat the for only having one lifeboat <laughs> <laughs> it's their fault oh, man, that was a- <laughs> All right, we're, we're probably your, uh, your second situation. But oh, that, that was a good first one. All right, so let me set up this last Spicy. scenario with you, Chris. Uh, late one night, 
you're driving home in a bad rainstorm. A drunk reels out in front of you, in front of your car, and tr- you try to stop but hit him. Nobody sees you. The guy looks and smells as if he's homeless. You check to see how badly he is hurt and realize he's dead. And you have, nev- you have never even had a speeding ticket and are an upright professional with a family and are well-known and respected in your community. Do you make a report anonymously confessing your crime or drive on home and forget about it, knowing no one no one is going to pursue the death of, the home, of a homeless drunk? Ooh, so this is, this is another tough one. There's a lot to unpack with this question. Um, like the first and foremost one is it like assumes that or it kind of like gives the impression that like the homeless guy's life is like less valuable than like some other person. like uh, person, I guess, life. Right. And I don't know. I don't I don't really agree with that. I think it's like a problematic um way to frame it and and i think they're doing it on purpose of course um since (laughs) i'm just gonna use the same exact thing i said last time dude like if this literally happened like coming to terms with uh ignoring it or like anonymously reporting it would be incredibly tough um I don't know if Mm -hmm. I would ever be able to do it just because you would always have to like live with this like level of guilt because it's like at the end of the day, you killed somebody, no matter who it is, like what walk of life they're from. Yeah. It's like a human being and they are no longer here, like because of something that you've done. And it, it's the way that the question frames it is it's not really Mm -hmm. your fault. Like that's why we call it an accident. Right. Um, event it's just like a really unfortunate like situation and even even that would be like impossible to come come to terms with just the fact that like something like that did happen yeah but it would probably be worse on on your mind if you don't uh like like call the police or like a you know stuff like that so i feel like that's what i would do how about you 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 would report yourself in you confess yeah, because I'd be concerned about like getting like the medical attention, like even though it is like you know it's like he's dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like the right thing to do. Yeah. Ooh, like I, I'm just thinking on this question. Like I always like a, like you always got to imagine yourself. You're driving, and then it's too dark. You hit the guy, and then. I don't know. I think I would probably report myself in like you have, but I would probably like stew, like stew it like for like a little bit. I probably would go home. Like I wouldn't report like immediately. I would like sit there and just think like, th- and then in the end I would confess my crime, but man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be definitely tough. Like do I, want to do this like do i want because the question says like no one will know like no one's gonna pursue me for the death of this man yeah like no one's gonna know that i hit him everyone's gonna assume i don't know like <laughs> like i don't know how anyone's gonna assume anything else but it, it's but, like for this one there's no like legal consequences yeah but there are 
there are consequences and they may be even more more damning he's gonna come back as a fucking ghost <laughs> okay not really what i was picturing but i guess that is also a good point <laughs> i was thinking more like the trauma yeah it, i guess it, it would be a ghost but it would be a ghost of your past bro <laughs> yeah it, it, it takes me back into the time when i hit somebody like i hit a car i got to a car accident mm. and it goes back into that like you know i could you know i could easily you know just drove off and you know hopefully they didn't see my license plate or something but it's i think it's just that initial shock that you hit somebody and um the first thing i did was i immediately called the police (laughs) or the well the couple did but i immediately like got into the next like street where i can park safely and then i ran to the couple to see if they're all right and I definitely think like I would definitely report myself. It like I don't know. It's when you're in that situation where you just hit, you hit somebody with your car. It's like you, you you don't you don't think straight. Yeah, you're in a, like a deep panic, and you always think like, oh man. Like at that point, I wasn't really thinking about self preservation. I was thinking just how the other person was doing and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Was it a bad accident? No, it wasn't. It wasn't serious. Like my car got messed up, but um, the other person's car was like it was like a actually like it was like a little dent in the car. Mm. But I don't know. It just felt pretty bad because you know I was. It was on my birthday, on my 18th birthday. I forgot about that. And. I don't know. I was going on happy, like going on happy, and then at that moment, like everything just turned to like you know the shit. Yeah, that's and that's rough. Yeah, when you when you get into a car accident, like everything definitely like slows down. Like you have that moment where you're going fast, and then when you hit that car, just everything just goes in slow motion. And I don't know. If if I hit somebody, I think time would even slow down even further because you know, you hear like the thud, and then you hear like someone just like, like maybe you hear something before they they die or something like that, and then yeah, that, like that's it. You know, you kill somebody, like like I I would like probably stew on it for like a little bit, but then like like I said before, ultimately I would confess to the crime. Cause I, I could not live my like with myself if I killed somebody and and especially if it was like an accident, like I I could not do it. I uh, I would probably like it, it sounds extreme, but I probably would like I'd probably kill myself under the the guilt. Yeah, I I think that's like pretty fair, like to assume or like to say like yeah, that's probably like something that could happen. Just like. Because you can't deal with that guilt, like it, it'd be impossible. Unless you're a horrible human being, and then you just, I don't know. It, it's it just sounds so terrible not to report it. Yeah, I agree. I think this one's like a like a easier question. Than the last one, just because like, well, for a lot of different reasons, but yeah, I I agree. I think that reporting would be the only way. It's like no matter how like respected I am, I feel like I'll get a little bit more respect for like, you know, at least 
owning up to my thing instead of like hiding it. And if someone did find out, then, you know, that's it. Like my reputation is going to be ruined regardless. Yeah. Well, that, that's a very good point too. It's like all of a sudden, you know, people are going to be very disapproving of like the actions that you took in the situation, regardless of like who you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whew. Guess that's uh that's the end of our discussion, Chris. It's been it, it was, was a heavy uh, one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go for a more lighthearted one this episode, but I wanted to hit you with the the dilemmas, and I think I got this suggestion from Leilani from uh, Alaska's from last episode, and whew, I didn't think it was going to be this ser- it was going to be this serious, but the questions we had and everything it became very serious and very heavy yeah these these kinds of questions are always like really interesting to kind of dive into so it was it was nice to talk about even though it was like really hard yeah (laughs) so as as, you know as we come to the end of the podcast i'm glad to have you here chris and um glad to be here man you have any final words before we head out uh do good things and subscribe to Direct Table. <laughs> Tables of Table. <laughs> I'll leave all the I'll leave all that stuff down below in the description. But um, thanks for listening, everyone, and have a scrumptious, sizzling day. Uh, I'll see you guys later. I love you guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>